friends, this is Alexis Eileen and welcome to the She Can Podcast. This is a space where we come together and decide exactly what we're all capable of. Let's get started. Well, hello friends. I just wanted to start out by saying that thankfully California weather-wise has gotten its act together because it's finally sunny. I'm sitting at my desk looking outside and it is blue skies, everything perfect you can think of. I do have a coffee, but at least it's iced. So I'm going to call today a win. Definitely a win. (laughs) Anyway, I just also got back from teaching a class and I don't know about you, but I get a little nervous public speaking at least for probably about the first minute or two. After that, I'm good. I'm going to give you a pro tip though. If you tend to flush at all, don't wear blush on days that you're going to do public speaking. That way, when you get a little bit of that nervous tint, it looks like a healthy glow versus do you need an ambulance? You look like you're about to die. Why are you bright red? You know, you can just avoid that, that whole little mess. So today, well, it's interesting because today's episode is a detour from what it was originally supposed to be. I posted some questions over in my Instagram stories, on Facebook, and I also asked a lot of my friends, how would you like to reframe some of your thoughts? What that means is what kinds of things would you like to stop telling yourself or saying to yourself that you view as a negative that you'd like to make a positive? Some examples of that are changing, that's too expensive, I don't have time, I'm too busy, I'm... All these things that we tell ourselves that are negative, that we could somehow turn and reframe into something positive to where it doesn't feel as forced or that you're annoyed that you have to do. You know, you wake up and you kind of, oh, I have to go do this today. Oh, why do I have to go do that? That type of thing. So that was the original plan for this episode. What caught my attention and I think is a much more conversation to have is what we're actually going to get to talk about today. And that's because what came out of the initial question was that a lot of incredibly smart, independent, successful, I mean, I'm talking the women that I also admire and look up to, everyone kept telling me the exact same things. The exact same things were coming in DMs, PMs, face-to-face conversations. I mean, every which way or form, all of you were saying the same things. And it was a narrative of not feeling good enough due to past experiences. So many of you came at me with, I'm not worthy. I'm not smart enough. I'm not driven enough. I'm not organized enough. I'm not healthy enough. I'm not, I am not, I am not, I am not, I am not. And it blew my mind how many of you were saying that. The interesting thing, though, was that each conversation that started with I am not and then insert your own word or phrase into the blank had a variation of the next phrase, which was because in the past, because I've been through, because last time, because that didn't end well. I mean, all of these different ways saying basically the exact same thing, which was Y'all went through stuff in the past and you viewed it as something that you couldn't recover from, or maybe you did move forward from, but you held on to it too much and it shaped how you view yourself and how you view things. (laughs) I have to laugh and I'll tell you why in a moment. As I sat down to go over the 
replies that everyone had written in and to compile it together and determine how this podcast episode would be laid out and exactly what was going to be covered in like a little bit of a bullet point type way, I realized that all of you are feeding yourselves the same narrative over and over and over again. And you're, you're thinking that these past experiences that you've gone through, maybe you do still go out and try, but you're holding on to what happened to you in the past to the point where sometimes it's detrimental or it's not allowing you to live as fully as you would like to. And so for that reason today, we get to talk about my favorite F word. It hasn't always been my favorite F word, especially if you have ever been around me in a stressful situation. I am more than capable of dropping the more commonly known F word, but raise your hand if you've ever seen the meme. (laughs) What does it say exactly? I can swear like a sailor, but say please and thank you like a saint. What can I say? I'm complicated. Same, 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 same. But that's not the F word we're going to talk about. I want to talk about the real MVP, the best F word, which is failure. Yes, failure. I'm feeling the eye roll right now. Alexis, stop. No one likes failure. You can't sit here and try to cheerlead me and tell me that failure is amazing and that after this, I'm going to love failure. No, you're right. No one likes the feeling of failure, but that's only if you choose to interpret it as a negative. Yes, that annoying choose word again. Failure is only a negative if you choose to interpret it as a negative. Now, that is going to lead back to a little bit of that thoughts, feelings, action results that I love to talk about. And you'll see what I mean as we go through a little bit more. But if your brain went there and that's kind of what you started to think of, I am very proud of you. It means that you have been listening and applying just like all of us are every single day. So you're my person and I love it. So are we ready to dive in? Failure is nothing more than feedback. Failure is nothing more than feedback and you can not succeed without it. Failure is not feedback when you wallow in it. You are putting that experience into your mind and visiting it often and lamenting and feeling remorse for the situation that you failed at. What was the time in your life that you failed? Meaning you didn't get the expectation and your intended end result of something you attempted. I don't, I don't care if, if it's business, personal, relationship, child rearing, whatever, Make it something, though, that mattered to you, not an incident where what you were trying didn't really interest you and you're going through the motions, something that really mattered to you. And I want you to picture it. It's messy. It's uncomfortable. It's probably awkward. That's okay. Hold it in your mind. Absorb it. Sit on it for a few seconds. You did one of two things in the situation that you just pictured. You were either so upset by it that you walked away, you didn't try again, or you looked at what worked versus what didn't work and tried again with more knowledge. If you went with the latter option, you took your failure as feedback. You made it a positive. 
Even if it didn't feel that way at the time, it probably felt pretty crappy at the time. You probably cried. It could have been an ugly cry. I'm talking like the bad mascara down your face, whatever it may have been. But there's something about you. It might be that you're stubborn. You're curious. You have great perseverance, whatever it is. You chose to take your failure as a positive and see it as feedback to succeed next time or to fail a little less next time. Maybe you tried again and while you didn't knock it out of the park the second time, you failed less or you gained even more of a perspective. You were able to learn something different. You received a different kind of feedback, which when coupled with the feedback you had before is just going to mean the next time you move on, you have a greater likelihood for success or you fail a little bit less. I want you to tell me someone you know who succeeded on their first try at something. I'm not talking they tried playing like some game, like they tried playing horseshoes for the first time and threw and nailed it on their first toss or something like that. I'm talking a new job skill, a product launch, a sport, a course, a relationship, something that required focus, steps, and planning. Guys, there's no one, no one, no one has gone and succeeded on their first try. Most of my listeners are entrepreneurs, and here is what I can specifically say to you as an example. That person you're looking at whose business looks flawless and who you emulate, you don't see the back end. You don't know what their, what their office looks like or their desktop looks like or as far as what they have to tackle in a day and what rejections they got that day or, or what didn't work for them. or I mean, who knows? Who knows what they are looking at? You are only seeing the pretty or the, the end result of what they have tried. You also didn't see their beginning. You may have picked up, I don't know, you just started following some new account or started listening to a new podcast and going, well, they sound like they have it together. And gosh, how come mine isn't that way? You're, you didn't see their beginning. You don't know what their year, two year, three year, four year, five years ago looked like. You don't know their journey. What I can say is they 1000% failed. The difference is they failed hard. They failed fast. They learned. They took that feedback. Then they failed. They learned. They failed. They learned. They just kept going. It's just a cycle. It's a cycle. It's a cycle. Versus people who fail and go, well, that didn't work. I better uh, scrap this and just go to something different. No matter the situation or the circumstance, when you change your mindset that failure does not exist as a negative, it exists only as a positive mechanism in which we gain feedback to ensure our success, you're going to look at life through the lens of success. How we view the world and how we think is what becomes our reality. How you view the world and how you think becomes your reality. That is your reality. Now, let's, let's be realistic. I never said you will never again experience failure. You will. You're going to fall flat on your face 25 times this year. You're welcome for that positive image, but it's true. You are going to fail and it's all right, but you will never stop growing from it. If you're taking your failures feedback, all you're going to do is keep growing. We've talked so many times about how our thoughts and words are strung together into a sentence, which lead to our feeling, 
that determines our action, and that gives us our result. When we have made that choice that no results we have are negative failure and are guaranteed positive feedback, girl, your thoughts, that first step will forever be changed because you have changed how you view your results. And that is so in one hand simplistic and in the other hand kind of difficult, (laughs) but it's not because the concept or the practice is difficult. The implementation of it can be difficult because it is so different than a lot of times how we do, do actually view things. But in reality, it's so simple, right? We're the ones that make it a little difficult. So what I want to go back to is all of these I am, well, actually the I am nots that we were going through before that I got from everyone who wrote in and, and replied to the, the initial question which is what kind of thoughts would you like to to reframe? A couple of those were, I am not worthy. I think about five people at least had the, I am not worthy. And it was actually related to careers. So that that was an interesting correlation to see. But they felt they were not worthy of asking for a raise or for a promotion. A lot of that came back to because last time they were turned down. Or because last time, they didn't get that promotion. You want to know it was even more interesting? Those situations where they didn't get the raise and they didn't get a promotion were at entirely different jobs. They had carried that over from their last job. Whatever had happened to them at their last place of employment, imagine if they had taken that failure, reframed it, taken it as feedback, And whether or not they applied it at that the last place of employment that they were, or if they had taken that failure and moving on from that job, which is also completely okay, but what if they had reframed those failure thoughts into positive feedback? They wouldn't be afraid to ask for that raise. They would feel worthy of that raise. They would feel worthy of that promotion. Now, the next one that I saw a lot, a whole lot, was... I am not good enough to start a new relationship or I am not good enough to get married again. I, you guys, that one broke my heart. That one broke my heart. And the very interesting thing about that is it came from a wide variety of women. I mean, I'm talking all ends of the you know, financial success, personal life success outside of a relationship. I mean, all of these different women who are all over, all over the range in their lives all had a lot of negative emotion and, and feeling about themselves due to past what they saw as failures in relationships. I am certainly not a marriage or relationship expert, but what I can tell you It's just like everything else that we've talked about regarding failure as feedback. Nothing bad came from those relationships. Nothing that you walked away from that relationship feeling in regards to failure is bad or negative. Nothing. Because there is no failure. All of that was feedback for you to take into your next relationship. That's all it is. Regardless of the situation, that failure turning into feedback, 
that you got as a result will lead into your next thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results. It's just going to keep being a cycle. Isn't that pretty cool? I thought it was. And I hope it really does help with the I am not. Those I am nots that I kept getting back. If you take anything away from this episode today, I hope it's to step out into the world and fail hard on your face, possibly break a heel, ugly cry, because it means you've stepped out and you're on your way to creating the life that you deserve. Until next time. (laughs) Also, you guys, I lied. Before you get your awesome exit music, The reason that I started laughing about three minutes in on this episode and said, I'll tell you later, I did an epic fail. I had stopped recording to get up and get some water, came back in, talked for probably about four minutes, and it actually sounded really good until I realized I hadn't hit record. So you know what I learned? Always make sure the red button is showing. (laughs) And now for real, until next time. All right, friends, as always, thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the She Can Podcast. Our goal is that you walk away with more tools for success than you had coming in. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify. As always, you can find us at alexiseileenae.com or on Instagram by the same handle. Until next time.